Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Monday, February 28, 2022. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include Ukraine and Russia meet for talks, Germany ramps up its defense spending, and the billion-dollar man. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on where markets are trading. U.S. equity futures are pointing to a lower open, with S&P 500 futures down about 1.5%, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures, they're both off more than 1%. Oil trades at $98 a barrel. The average U.S. price of a gallon of regular-grade gasoline jumped 10 cents over the past two weeks to more than $3.60 a gallon. The average price of diesel is over $4 a gallon. That's up 12 cents over the past two weeks. The 10-year U.S. Treasury is 1.92%. The dollar is stronger versus the euro, steady against the Japanese yen, and slightly weaker versus the British pound. Bitcoin is $38,000, while gold trades at $1,905 an ounce. Wheat and corn futures are up more than 4%. At midday in Europe, the stock's Europe 600 index is down more than 1%. In Asia, China's Shanghai Composite and Japan's Nikkei 225 closed higher by less than a half a percent. Stocks making moves before the opening bell include U.S. defense contractors, as Germany announced it will spend more than $100 billion on defense in the wake of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Raytheon Technologies jumped 6%, Lockheed Martin is up over 3%, General Dynamics is showing a gain of 4%, L3 Harris Technologies is higher by 2%, and Grumman is up 4%. BP shares fell more than 6.5% in London trading. BP's U.S. listed shares dropped more than 8% after the British energy giant said it would offload its nearly 20% stake in Russian government-controlled oil giant Rosneft. Viatris shares are up more than 4% after announcing fourth-quarter results and the sale of its biosimilar assets to India's Biocon Biologics for over $3 billion. Coming up today, HP, Lucid Group, SBA Communications, Workday, and Zoom Video Communications report quarterly results. The Institute for Supply Management releases the Chicago Purchasing Managers Index for February. Now our top stories. A delegation led by Ukraine's defense minister arrived for talks with Russian officials at the Ukrainian border with Belarus as Ukrainian forces repelled a series of Russian attacks on Kyiv and said that they had cleared the capital of Russian infiltrators. Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered Russia's nuclear deterrent forces onto high alert. Fierce fighting entered a fourth day with Kyiv, the Ukrainian capital, locked down as forces search for infiltrators who are believed to have entered the city to assassinate Ukrainian President Zelensky. The United States and other Western governments announced fresh economic sanctions against Russia that includes kicking selected Russian banks off of the global SWIFT system that financial firms use for cross-border transactions. London-listed shares of Russian companies plunged, with Spurbank, the country's largest lender, down close to 70 percent, Gazprom fell 50 percent, and Rosneft lost over 40 percent. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said that it will nearly double its military spending, buy U.S.-made fighter planes for the first time in decades, and create a strategic energy reserve while shifting energy purchases away from Russia. 
Germany said it would boost annual military spending above the North Atlantic Treaty Organization's target of 2% of gross domestic product from around 1.5% last year. And Stephen Schwartzman, the founder of Blackstone Group, received over a billion dollars in income in 2021. Schwartzman's income came mostly from over $900 million in dividend payments due to his ownership of nearly 20% of the private equity group's shares. Schwartzman also earned $150 million in carried interest payments. In other news, Tesla and SpaceX chief executive Elon Musk said the Starlink Internet satellite service is up and is active and running in Ukraine. Freight forwarders, including Denmark-based DSV and Germany-based Deutsche Post's DHL Express and freight units, suspended services to and from Ukraine. Cash management company Brinks has halted all operations in Russia, including banknote transfers. The Bank of Russia raised benchmark rates to 20% from 9.5%. Russia's central bank is also ordering banks to turn down foreign customers' bids to sell Russian securities. The central bank also said the stock market will be closed today and will announce whether it will reopen on Tuesday. The Russian ruble was indicated to fall almost 20% to a new record low against the dollar. European aircraft leasing companies are looking to recover hundreds of planes worth an estimated $5 billion from Russia by the end of March under sanctions imposed after the country's invasion of Ukraine. Finnair withdrew its guidance after warning that the potential closure of Russian airspace will have a significant financial effect on the airline. Shares fell 25% on the news. Chelsea football team owner Roman Abramovich handed over the stewardship and care of the UK Premier League club to its charitable foundation trustees in an apparent move to fend off calls for him to completely give up control following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russian telecoms regulator announced plans to partially restrict access to Facebook. Russia's credit rating was cut to junk by S&P Global Ratings. Japan is preparing to cut off some Russian banks from the global SWIFT financial network. Toyota Motors said that it would shut down all 14 of its factories in Japan on Tuesday after one of its suppliers had an issue with its computer system. Berkshire Hathaway's fourth quarter earnings gained 11%. Warren Buffett's company reported $90 billion in annual net earnings in 2021, a record. Berkshire owns 5.5% of Apple, a stake worth more than $160 billion at the end of the year. That's up more than $40 billion from the year earlier. Berkshire Hathaway also bought back nearly $7 billion worth of its own shares in the fourth quarter of 2021. Healthcare Realty Trust and Healthcare Trust of America have agreed to an $18 billion deal to combine two of the largest owners of medical office buildings. Renewable Energy Group shares soared 35% in after-hours trading Friday following a report that Chevron is in advanced discussions to acquire the biodiesel maker for about $3 billion. Seritage Growth Properties, a REIT that was formerly landlord to hundreds of Sears stores, is said to be reviewing its options, including a potential sale. Intel Chief Executive Pat Gelsinger, along with Intel's chairman, both purchased shares of the chipmaker. The United Steelworkers Union and oil companies led by Marathon Petroleum have agreed to a new four-year contract for more than 30,000 U.S. workers in refineries, chemical plants, and pipelines. Separately, United Steelworkers members approved a return-to-work agreement that clears the way for ExxonMobil to end the lockout at its Beaumont refinery in Texas. 
and a Russian oligarch's yacht was damaged in Spain's Balearic Islands over the weekend, reportedly by a Ukrainian sailor seeking revenge for Russia's invasion of his home country. The luxury yacht, the 155-foot-long Lady Anastasia, with an estimated value of nearly $8 million, reportedly belongs to Alexander Mikiv, chief executive of a Russian arms company Rosoboron Export. The yacht did not entirely sink, but appeared to be riding low in the water in photos. At 7 a.m., U.S. equity futures are pointing to a lower open, with S&P 500 futures down about 1.5%, while NASDAQ 100 and Dow futures are off more than 1%. Oil is trading at $98 a barrel. The 10-year U.S. Treasury is 1.92%. The dollar is stronger versus the euro, steady against the Japanese yen, and slightly weaker against the British pound. Bitcoin trades at $38,000, while gold is $1,905 an ounce. Wheat and corn futures are up more than 4%. Coming up today, HP, Lucid Group, SBA Communications, Workday, and Zoom Video Communications report quarterly results. The Institute for Supply Management releases the Chicago Purchasing Managers Index for February. And on a personal note, Thanks for helping to make the Wall Street Breakfast podcast among the most listened to financial and market news podcasts with over 1.4 million monthly downloads and 50,000 daily listeners. Today marks the end of my participation in the podcast, though I hope you will listen to my new daily podcast called The Wall Street Report by Pim Fox. It will be available beginning Tuesday, March 1st at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.